What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Happy Money Wednesday, everybody. Goodness gracious, I'm so excited about today's episode or today's live. If you're catching this live, I'm really excited for you to be here live. If you're not here live, do everything you can do to get your butt here live. Um, as you can probably tell, our staff is starting to post the lives ahead of time. So that way you can go to Facebook or YouTube or one of the channels or even go to the website at winjet.com to check out when the next live will be. So we encourage everyone to get here live. If you have a chance to participate with some of the co-hosts and guests and all the different official partners within Winject Studios, which is very powerful. But today's episode is a very special one because we have the beautiful Jess Lee and Steve Virginia online. <laughs> Steve Virginia. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. I wanted. I wanted to make sure. I was like, "You're you're you're flip flopped on the screen." It has Jess Lee, and it looks like you're Jess Lee. And then I wish. I, I wish it was Jess Lee. <laughs> I tell you, I wish, boy. You know, oftentimes I wonder what it would be like to be Jess Lee because you know, obviously. But no, you know, no, you don't want to be me. I do. <laughs> I well, no, it's uh, but there's a lot of little, little girls out there aspiring to be Jess Lee, and, and no one does it like Jess Lee. That's even one of her singles, and that's the theme music of her new podcast show, The Jess Lee Roadshow, the Backstage Pass. I'm really excited to, yes. you know, be working with you on this. And, you know, obviously, when we kind of brought this idea over to you, is that when people they're purpose driven and they have a powerful message. This is a way of having a podcast and getting it to the right people in a different way of consuming content. Obviously, it does open up a lot of options where you can maybe give early access, you know, for for some of your fans and just streaming music in a lot of different ways. But congratulations on your show coming out here on Friday, and I can't wait to announce it to everybody else. But I'll shut up now and let you speak. But I'm well, thoroughly, I'm really excited. Thank you. Well, firstly, thank you. Secondly, thank you. Congratulations to you because this is going to be such a big co-venture. Um, you know, I feel like I need to uh, emphasize the fact that this is this is the team for the Justly Road Show, and there's a lot going on behind the scenes. We're really excited because we've actually been you know, confirming the places that we're going. Um, like we have talked about the first five episodes are talking about just a few of the things that we're going to be doing on the Justly Road Show, which is a show that's based around my touring. Yes. It's centered around my touring and um, getting to see rural America, all different parts of America, different parts of the country, um, outside of the country. Um, and it's just basically a backstage pass behind the scenes, peek behind the curtain mm -hmm. um, <laughs> of what we do on the road. And yeah, and it's, I'm really excited. We're going to go to my favorite foodie places um, around the country and showcase places that some people may have never got to experience before. And what's really cool is this is kind of like, I feel like a, a, a it's going to be like a, a piece of content that hopefully is going to excite people to get back out again, especially after COVID, seeing all the cool things that we're doing and we're giving them spots and telling them the best of the best places to go um, while we're already there. Right. That's what I think. And Steve Virginia is for, for some of you guys who may not know who Steve is. Steve is my manager, but he he's first and foremost my manager. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <he laughs> well, we're, we're just having a brief conversation about that. The little fine little tat, the little the little tax at the bottom of signing on to something like this. Time out. Time out. Here we go. It didn't take that long. It took four Time minutes out. and thirty seconds for Steve to get offended. I know. I know. I I'm love... going to go change my shirt here in a minute. You I'm should so go change offended. your pants. Oh, no, that's just rude. I'm not wearing pants. No, so... he's wearing, he's wearing here we pants. Go. He's wearing here we go. pants. Here we oh, my go. goodness. Okay, so. <laughs> this is what it's like please, all day, Eric. Please finish your thoughts so it'll make me feel better. So, uh, so no, so what I was saying, Steve is my manager. Um, he, the backstory behind us, which we do tell on the road show, um, so you guys can go check it out there. But he's also my boyfriend, my partner in life. So um, it's really, really fun that we get to do this together. We get to travel the world. Um, we get to do our favorite thing in the world, which is music together. And now we're getting right to here. showcase um, our favorite things to do on the road outside of music. Um, you know, showing the person that I am off of the road a little more, which is not really something I do because Chris knows uh, uh probably probably almost as much as Steve. I'm an extremely private person. Yes. My socials are you know, mainly focused on me and my music 
and really nothing personal in my life. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm kind of excited because it's going to be a little glimpse of that. And it's really going to be the only place where we showcase that because um, that's that's just kind of what I want to do. <laughs> right. So. No, I think it's powerful because it does give the listeners and their fans a little bit more in-depth look on how you came about doing what you're doing today and why you do what you do. Right. I think it's powerful. And I know that we've already recorded the first five episodes or so of yes. your show. And there's some of the things that kind of give a little bit more of a overview and a sneak peek. Some of the things that we go over is not just, you know, all the cool stuff and glam things that people want to hear and get more access to. We're mm -hmm. taking a deep dive into your story and how you came about developing such a huge, I guess, such a huge message where you're able to understand and can taking that energy and polarizing it out through people. And I took a, a minute to kind of make sure that I was choosing my words wisely on this because it's something extremely rare yeah. when it comes to a presenter Thank of you. not being aware of that. So I just want to make sure that I, I explain that to the listeners because there's so much, there's so many people out there and presenters or entertainers that don't know how to be dialed in and bottle up their energy to be able to <clears throat> communicate their message the right way. Well, it's, what's, it's true. And what's crazy about that is that it's because a lot of entertainers, especially to major label mm. deals, don't even get a chance to harness who they really are, if that makes right, sense. Right. So like it, it starts with being able to recognize you and your source and your energy mm -hmm. and who your higher being is and what your purpose is here on life. And then you're able to really express that truly. You know, I was, I was talking about this with Steve the other day and he was saying that, you know, something that makes you really me different as a performer is I don't, I don't go on stage trying to analyze what everybody is thinking about me. Right. I truly believe that if you're there and you're paying for a ticket and you're coming to see me, you're there to see me. So I'm going to give you me, not a version that's recycled you back to me. You know what I mean? So it's, to me, it's so important to, to be that energy in the room that mm -hmm. people are wanting to see and being a different energy in the room and really setting that tone. Um, and that's, what's so important to me is being able to really stand out and make sure that I'm always representing myself in yes. every part of what I'm doing, especially for people, because that's my whole mission is being unapologetically yourself and being able to be that energy and, you know, wear it unashamedly. Well, that's what's so and, important though. Yeah. I didn't mm -hmm. mean to interrupt No, you, go ahead. That's what's so important between artists who really, really connect with their fans and artists who don't yes. is, you know, authenticity if you're trying to be something that you're not, people can see through that. But if you're, if you just are authentic as to who you are and, and, and are authentic to the human being you are and, and the purpose that you have, then it, then it, it reads through. It's like, right. you know, you can typically tell people's intentions and the type of um, mm -hmm. person that they are, even through circumstance, if that makes sense. Yes, like 100%. Some, sometimes circumstance can suck, but you know, it's like, you know, the person that, that is presenting through that circumstance, they always shine through. Exactly. You know? And so that's, that's an art that, that Jessely has is, is being able to authentically be herself through any type of circumstance. And it's frustrating yeah. because I'm Mr. Wear my heart on my sleeve guy. And so when I'm mad, I'm like, you know, she's mad and she's like, oh, hey, I'm Jess Lee. Let's go have a good time together. And then when we get off camera, she's is like, that your voice for Jess Lee? No. I actually have another voice for Jesse. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Usually I can't when do you get a relationship, you just have a voice for someone, your, your spouse. You know? No, no. <laughs> so no, he definitely has a voice for, for me. And it is, he knows that it will literally poke me. It will poke my buttons. And every time, buttons. it's funny. It's actually funny because it starts making me laugh and then it gets annoying. And then I'm like, shut up. But it always starts. He always knows that if he uses this voice, like it's going to always make me laugh in the very beginning. It's really funny. Actually. I mean, I can't do it. The funny thing is I can't do it on demand. So you'll probably see it in an episode where we'll be talking. She'll say something silly and then I'll say it back to her and, and what I perceive her voice sounding like at that point, which really sounds nothing like her voice. But, <laughs> but I think this I think this is a perfect time to also talk about, you know, show a little clip of what's actually in store. Let's uh, because do it. Let's do it. I'm seeing some of the comments like coming in and because this is exactly why I felt with a strong conviction that it would really resonate with your fans and giving them a different look and a different yeah. feel. 
mm-hmm. and open up so many different pos- type of possibilities. Carolyn, if you could do me a favor and go ahead and start moving some things around and I'll go ahead and share this clip. I think that's really powerful for the listeners. And for the listeners that are tuning in live, do everything you can. Let us know how you felt about it in the chat and in the comment section. Yes, and please button. share. Right. Let me share, 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 share. This is pretty cool. Let me hit this button. It was my first viral video. It was. I've got a vibe, which is kind of like uh, the post-perm Bon Jovi vibe, you know, with the right. hair flip. <laughs> I thought you were going to say post post Malone. Yeah. Yeah. Malone hair flip. Dude, you actually said I looked like Post Malone the other day. <laughs> and I was a, I didn't I know was whether like, I was offended or like whether I was really, really flattered. Like that's one of my big things is to like to push people <clears throat> to be unapologetically them because mm-hmm. I – and we've talked about this before, but long story short, you know, I come from abuse and that really did damage on my psyche and my ego and, and anything forever. And it was one of those things. It took a long time for me to love myself back to life. And then when I finally did, it was like, I am who I am. I think that was powerful. The reason why I wanted to show that one last little clip. Right. Because it did, it obviously you, you'd already touched on it. And right. this wasn't even planned, and you didn't even know which clip that I was actually my team was going to put up. No, right? I was just thinking that was really strange. I know. I was like, that was. That, I mean, this tells you how aligned we are when this happens a lot. By the yeah, way, yeah, it does. That will. I will be thinking of something, and then Steve will message me, and we'll go back and forth. So <laughs> there's a there's there's so much there underneath those those layers, and what I mean by layers, they're putting it over top of their source. And for you to take the time needed to go and reinvestigate cultivation of silence, cultivation of self-discovery through all that pain and all that trauma, for you to get underneath those layers to be able to open up that beacon light for you and that source. And that's what Mm -hmm. people are attracted to you for. You know, I appreciate that so much because, you know, everybody, I'm I'm human, like I'm a human being, you know, I'm literally, and that's what I'm trying to be more is not a human doing a human being, you know, living in the moment really just being here and experiencing the journey because I feel like we all have to kind of remember like we're here and there's two parts of us. There's our physical self and then there's our soul Mm -hmm. and our soul is here learning, assessing, trying to get back to what it knows that's so much farther beyond this physical aspect of life. And I feel like the closer that you are to joy, if you're reaching for good feelings, then the closer you are to source. And that's what I do as an artist. That's what I do. My job is to bring people closer to source and to bring happiness and to, you know, remind them who they really are as people and what they really love and what they really resonate with. And, you know, if, and, and happiness is, is the closest you can be to your source energy. So that's why I it's so that. important to me. Human being rather than human doing. Yes. Did you steal that or did you just make it up? Um, I've heard that before somewhere. I really honestly don't remember where it's from, but it resonated with me. And I like ever since then, and I really have no, I th- it was honestly probably Abraham Hicks. I mean, I, she's, she's my girl. <laughs> like I listened to her. <laughs> manager Steve was just like, trademark, trademark, trademark. <laughs> No, so, I have, it's, I've way. actually, I've actually heard it before and it might've been from something similar. Yeah. It was, you it you was touched on from Abraham. <laughs> you touched, you touched on something and I want to make sure that I shine a light on. You mentioned, you kept mentioning source and, and for them to latch onto yours that theirs aren't strong enough. It's pretty much what I alluded to. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think it's powerful to also mention with that, when you take the time to put those boundaries in place, when you are that source, mm-hmm. They can't penetrate through it, right? Yeah. Because you're only going to allow them to get to a certain level in a mm-hmm. certain area, right? So that's where I see a lot of people, they typically end up burning out and they'll end yeah. up losing their message and doing something over and over and over. And they're not connected with their fans or connected with the people they're trying to help. Yeah. Because what you'll end up doing is you'll put yourself in a situation where you're doing too much and you're not doing what you love to do. Yeah, I choose absolutely. choose happiness over everything and growth over consistency. Yeah. Every time. If you yeah. choose that, then you you're going to allow yourself enough time needed to tap into the other areas and aspects of your life to having a fulfilled life rather than a life where you're chasing something. Yeah, absolutely and it's it's kind of something similar to what you've mentioned to me before. You say, you know, you've always said when I'm doing stuff like this, the stuff that's, uh, that makes me feel genuinely happy, things that are connected to my passion or my purpose, 
it's not draining, right? Mm -hmm. But but when you're doing things or taking influence from other people or you know letting letting people's thoughts control you in any sort of way or even push you in a direction that you don't want to go, that's when it starts to become draining because mm -hmm. you're not you're not aligned with what you really want to be doing or what you should be doing or what your purpose is. 100%. So you know, it's it's an interesting industry <laughs> because you have to be a really strong energy in the first place to not mm -hmm. be extremely influenced by other people. And it's one where you easily could be, especially with social media today, with how the connectability is so different. I mean, like a star used to be a star and you could not get in touch with them. You had to literally like write them a handwritten letter and send it to their PO box. You know what I mean? And, and maybe they see it, maybe they wouldn't, but you know, it's different today. Now with social media, you can literally reach out, be on someone's page publicly where everybody can see. And it's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, for me, I, especially coming from abuse again, like I was called names and mm -hmm. treated terribly my whole life, physically, mentally, you know, for the, for the, for the first half of my life. And, um, you know, coming out of that, I had to really realize that I can't take anything personally ever. Like mm -hmm. you have to be able to have, to be so in tune with who you are that if someone says, Oh, well you have too much muscle. I mean, I used to get that all the time. Oh, I don't, I don't, it's weird. I don't as much anymore. I don't get as much hate anymore. But in the very beginning I would always get, Oh, well you're too much muscle for country music or you're too this or you're too that. And for me, like, it was like, you? what does that even mean? Yeah, I don't exactly. even know. Like, who are you? Like, who are you? Like, yeah. Who? And that's what you have to stick with. You have to stick with, well, I, mean, they, I didn't see you on hee haw. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's it. That's what you have to stick with. You have to literally remember, like these people don't see your vision. Only you and God do. So screw them. You know what I what I love about Jesse too is is um it's really hard at when you're a a, a public figure. She's got three hundred some odd thousand social media followers, and she literally will try and answer all of them back if they yeah. comment something to her. And so you know, I think. Again, being authentic and making those type of connections, it is a blessing and a curse in the sense that because you're so available socially that people kind of start to expect that out of an artist if they do it all the time, which is not typical. Most artists don't do that, but it, it's a double-edged sword because like I've seen where people have gotten offended if they didn't get answered back, you 100%. Know? it's a sense and of entitlement in this world. Right. And so yeah. it's, it's really tough for, it's a tough game for Jesse to play where she's, you know, where she wants to answer everybody back and she wants to give everybody the love that they give to her. But it's all, you know, if she did that, if she answered every single person back and every comment back, she would have no time to make music. Yeah, I would, she would, have, be a I would have no time to do what, what I do. Right. Well, this is, this, is a, this is a way for, and this is something else that we were, I need to mention just real quick, just to inject, interject on this. It's a huge area for them, for the listeners to understand. This is something that's definitely in the works of what we're doing. So right. obviously we go live on these channels. You can see us live, but when you're, we just played a clip of your first episodes will be launching on Friday to yes. be able to watch the video content. You will have to be, you'll become a member on the website and becoming a member behind that wall. You will have access to all, not just Jess Lee's content, Steve's Virginia's content. Obviously he's been an artist forever and he retired to obviously be our manager. There's a lot of things we have in the works and opening up that streamlined communication for a live Q and a, mm -hmm. those exactly. Q and A's. And then th that's going to help you be able to protect your source and a creativity side of you. Nice. So we're going to start right. asking you guys to submit questions every week and making sure you're either texting it to 843-396-2104 or you're going to the website at winjet.com and becoming a member. You become an exclusive member. You're going to have access to all these little surprise little gifts that Jess Lee is just so, so excited about sharing with you guys. And in that way, she's able to protect certain heirs. And then she spent, then she's able to spend a little bit more time and pour into those type of questions. Oh, yeah. I think exactly that's something right. that's be powerful. And it's cool because like this, this gives people, you know, rather than, a, than just saying, oh, you're beautiful. You're so talented. And her being like, thank you, heart praying hands. <laughs> you know, this will allow them to, to ask her real questions and allow mm -hmm. her to answer with real answers that are, that are beyond just the, you know, just 
answering folks back as fast as she can to get through. And you know what right. I mean? And so, I mean, I don't, I, I do want people to know, like I'm, I'm a big believer in if, if you, if you take the, it, it's not expected for you to comment for sure. On yeah, my exactly. Stuff. And, and I, I really believe in that. I believe, you know, you get what you put back and mm -hmm. that's 100%. the part, that's part of investing in the people, mm -hmm. you know, um, I'm not, whether you like her or not, one of the things that I can say has been so monumental for Taylor Swift was in the very beginning when she was starting off, what was the quote that her manager said? And it stuck with me and I literally, I want to say it right, but it was, if, if you want to make a hundred thousand fans, you better be ready shake to 100, shake a hundred thousand hands. hands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that like, was like, whoa to me because you know, these, anybody that is listening to your music, anybody that's a fan, anybody that takes the time to comment is taking a moment to invest in you and time, especially in the music industry today is the singular, most important thing, being able to have your fans invest time in you with right. the way that music is streaming today and everything. So, um, you know, so for, for somebody to take the time to do that, I feel like if I have a free moment, I genuinely, it is me. I genuinely go through and I want to read everything. And even though sometimes they might come across like I'm responding a little bit quickly, I actually really right. do take the time For to sure. read everything definitely does. and respond genuinely the best that I can. If someone has something that really resonates with me, I'll usually respond um, in, in a more elaborate way. Just if someone like I've had comments that have literally, it can, it can me, get repetitive. It can get yeah. repetitive. Yeah. You know, but I've had comments that have literally put me like, I've, <laughs> I've had almost felt like I was going to lose a rib. I was laughing so hard. And I'm like, this guy needs some attention. Cause this is For great. Real. Like, so, <laughs> some people are so creative and so funny. And, yeah. And she will, you know, it's, it's, uh, she does answer back. I, I might've misspoke a little bit. She does answer back and thinks about everything. But all I'm saying is, if you really want to get in depth with Jessely and you yeah. really want to get down and have her give you like a paragraph's worth of information, this is a great opportunity to be able to do that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like it, she reads every comment for sure. A hundred percent. And so um, it's typically the, the folks that are giving her something that that's a little bit more, a little bit more, a um, little bit more personal, I guess you could say. Yeah. And, and a little bit more on topic that she, that she gravitates towards. And, and obviously so, because like, you know, this, this, this career is very relational, right? We talked about yes. energy before and, and it's about energy and it's about connection. And so like, she wants to feel connected to her fans as much as her fans want to feel connected to her. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you want to shake a, a hundred thousand hands, but you want to know a hundred thousand people's stories at the same time. And so yeah, you have um, to have some, and also have somewhere to drive them to. That's exactly right. And right. so this right. is a great opportunity. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, it's fine. I, I, I was finished anyway. It's just more that you're <laughs> driving them to somewhere that kind of gives them an opportunity to be able to recycle that energy and pour back into others of what you just shared. Uh, right. The best way to elevate yourself is you elevate others. When you yeah. elevate others, you'll elevate yourself but that you, you train them and you do that through energy of what did, you know, how to do the right things at all times when no one's watching. Right. Exactly. It's, Absolutely. It's lifting someone else up. If show one, if someone shows, get, like shows up at a certain energy level uh, with me and I read that energy fluently and I know that intention's pure behind it, I can give a shit what's on the outer layer and what they right. look like. I right. can see through that to understand the individual really wants to secede and that's done through putting in, putting in the right amount of effort and having the right attitude and Absolutely. those are things you can't buy at walmart mm -mm. that's exactly right and no. chris ross i'm going to interview you for a second okay <laughs> um and this is a very topical question it's not like energy tropical? related or any topical. tropical i wish it were tropical <laughs> yeah right? me too I wish that I weren't wearing a shirt like I'm not wearing pants right now sitting on no, I'm just wearing kidding. I am pants. Wearing I mean pants. like if you if you want to ask me a question you better be wearing pants, okay? No, my question is are you wearing an ascot right now? No. What is that? Like the thing that tie, like Hugh Hefner would tie up in his smoking jacket that sits like this. No, this is a turtleneck. I was outside earlier. You tell is that a sunlight. scarf? Is that a scarf around your neck? Yeah, it is. You always it's look scarf. so dapper. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you always look so great when you come on these these podcasts. I, he's, I know, he's got, I know he's it's like, very random. You should do it. You should do the cover as a man crush. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> well, so like, extra right now. Like, like, hold on, hold on. How do we do it? How do we do it? Is it this way? It's yeah, this, this way. way. Oh yeah. So literally five episodes in, we've we've. <laughs> I appreciate like the compliment. Yeah. Seven hours, yeah. 
and oh, and every single episode you have Chris and Steve that are like doing, doing the ET move and all that stuff. <laughs> There it is. Oh. I'm going backwards. Anyways, we'll See, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> it Normally, was, I'm on the other side. It so was weird last time. So yeah. I'm trying to poke I know what I'm doing over there. I'm so just poking just, Jesse in the neck. This wrong way. So I got to go yeah. this way. There we go. So, anyway, I hate to get bring levity to it. But yeah, you always look so great. And then I look like this. And she looks awesome every time, too. I appreciate so. the compliment. I'm going to have to up my game is all I'm it's, saying. You know, to be honest with you, when COVID happened, it – put a wrench into everything. And I normally, I, I'm the kind of individual I love. I'm a, we're all creatures or habits. We're humans, right? But I'm the kind of person who I have a regimen mm -hmm. and I have a certain routine that I go through. And when I go through that, their routine, I'm growing through the routine mm -hmm. and that's the intention behind it. When, so when I get to the point to where I'm maybe in the UK, I'm like, feel like I'm five hours ahead of the rest of the world or at least my world. So I have enough time to invest into myself. And then by the time I start taking calls, I actually get dressed every day. Most people, when they're in COVID land, they only get dressed up to a thing. I stand up, I'm wearing actually pants and everything. Okay. I, I have pants on. So, I just want to make right, that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, so the, that's the, because that actually, that actually does something to my psyche. Yeah. So if I'm wearing like workout gear, I feel like it takes away from my confidence level in my mind somehow. Oh, I love that. For sure. Right, so, so like, so it's funny. Like it's always those little things. It is. Right. It's really always those little things. So like one of the biggest things that really started making my routine feel like I was in control of my environment was just two things, two things that were so life changing, getting up, not reaching for the phone directly yeah. and, and listening to something, whether it's a meditative, meditative, recording or something that puts you in alignment or whatever. Sometimes I get up and I listen to a routine thing from Abraham Hicks called good morning. It's kind of like mm -hmm. my go-to. It puts me just right into the right energy. Um, and then my other um, option is sometimes I'll just, I'll feel really inspired automatically in the morning and I'll want to um, keep that momentum. And I will just go ahead and do a meditation in the morning to go ahead and get closer to source in the morning and being able to do that and then go right there, make my bed, and then get ready for the gym and choose to go to the gym and start my day off with something that invests in, in myself. Right. That was life-changing. Like choosing to go to the gym in the morning, not at night, because I'm getting up and I'm doing the very first thing that invests immediately in me. I got to say, I love going to the gym first thing in the morning too. Oh my God. There's it's, when we cannot, mm -hmm. the day is just weird. It sucks. Like, you're, you're reactive. You're reactive. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, we spend two and a half hours at the gym. When we yeah, get we do a hard workout. And we do so, a little bit of cardio to warm up and then some really hard weight training. And it's yeah. one of those things that like it, it's, it's not only a choice that you're saying, Hey, I'm going to invest in myself in the morning, but you're saying you're, you're creating that habit of saying I'm doing this in the morning for every morning that I can at realistically can. Cause as an artist, my schedule is crazy, obviously, but every morning that I realistically can. And now you're also showing yourself that you can stick with great habits and you mm -hmm. can keep, you know, cultivating things that are choosing yourself and your lifestyle that you want to live and who you want to become more. It becomes a jump start too, rather than a chore. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and I love that. <laughs> John Dove said still in my pajamas. <laughs> right there with you, bro. I'm right there with you. Hey, to, I mean, each his, to each his own. I'm just telling you what worked for me. Right. Hey. So I, you know, Jim, Jim does help. It also sparks creativity for myself. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm the guy that doesn't listen to music when I'm working out. I don't listen to music. I used to, but that's where I get my best ideas from. It's just me being a, me being one on one with my own brain. And that's amazing. I, you know, I, I sometimes feel motivated to listen to music, but a lot of the times I'll actually, that's the time that I'll take to listen to Abraham because yeah. I won't have it that time during the day. Mm -hmm. So I usually listen to something that, really is in alignment with what I'm already wanting or, you know, every once in a while I'll throw on like a podcast or something, but mm -hmm. you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer that, you know, you are what you're watching and listening to and consuming mm -hmm. on the daily. And, you know, um, it's the gym is such a, um, high vibrating time for me anyway. Yeah. It's always just such a, I'm, I'm always in alignment at the gym for the most part. And, um, I just want to keep up on that momentum and have it just be a full on great experience of inspiration and motivation and just keep the, keep the good feels 
you know, associated with it. I love that. And, and you know, what's cool about the gym is it's really like when I first started, when, when I first uh, started working out with, with Jessly here. Oh, Tobias listens to me in the gym. Hi, I, Tobias. Uh, I, um, I lost 60 pounds, roughly about 60 pounds because Jessly came in and, and really, I, I say she saved my life in so many different ways, but physically she saved my life. She took me to the gym and made me lose weight. My blood pressure went down, my cholesterol, everything went down. Anyway, so I've started this thing where like at the gym here recently, I've started to do things that, that make me invest back in myself because it's a really the only time of day that I get for myself. Obviously I wake up in the morning. I, I say my prayers. I'm, gr I'm grateful for the things that I'm grateful for to set my intention for the day. But while I'm in the gym, I've started to, you know, I've realized that being a manager, mm -hmm. you, you forget about music a lot, you know? Yeah. And you forget about why you started doing what you started doing because you start worrying about everyday semantics of things here and there, making that work. And I think sometimes everybody creativity. can get into that. Like everybody can get into that mindset in their life, especially yeah. the dream chasers who start in the beginning for fun and the love of it. And then it becomes a career and right. that's what they're doing to make their money. And now it's, everything's so serious. So, you know, <laughs> so as I've here recently, as I've been utilizing gym time, I've been trying to reinvest in things that made me start loving music in the first place. I started re-listening to those old records that I used to listen to as a teenager when I wanted to become a pro. Like yeah. I started listening to, you were going to laugh. You don't even know who they are. Probably blood, sweat, and tears. I know who that is. Okay. Don't even start. And, with me. and I started listening to Soundgarden cause I love Chris Cornell and, and started listening to those things again and, and really am trying to reinvest in myself in a different way to fall in love with the process of creating music again. That's because, powerful. That's the, you know? that's the, that's the missing ingredient. People mm -hmm. need to not emulate the back end or the end result. You're, yeah. you're falling in love with the process. I love the grind more. Than I love the obviously alkylates. Yeah. I love the yeah. Grind more. That's when I feel more, I feel more at home. I, we had a, you mentioned this earlier today in this conversation. Um, Zach, um, Tatum, he's actually a website developer for Winds, uh, Winject Studios, and he made a comment about your mug, Steve. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's actually just commented just now, love me some uh, 90s alternative. Yeah. He's actually based in Atlanta. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're in Atlanta, and I spoke with him the other day. Obviously, when you're going to Atlanta, some of the things we're going to discuss. Yes. But, it's, but it's something important that you mentioned just then. And I think it's when you're falling in love with that process and you're doing what you need to do to be plugged into your source, when you're detached away from your source, you're now burning energy. You're yeah. not plugged in. So when you're, and this is how you need to be more conscious of on how to recycle energy. Mm -hmm. I only like to be plugged into certain sources. So I'm able to recycle energy. When I spoke with Zach and Zach will tell you this, when I was on a call with him earlier today, we were talking about website stuff and I was working on copy and all this other things. I'm working on one side of my brain. It gives me zero fulfillment. No. Oh, yeah. And actually doing things that I need to do, and I feel like I'm being reactive. So when I have, I need to get it, get a restart. That's why I changed clothes and went downstairs, checked my mail, got a package, came back upstairs. That re that reset me. Right. right, for sure. Exactly. So that a lot of times people are reactive all all throughout the day, and they're not investing and checking in with themselves. Absolutely. That's exactly right. You know, I I always I, I used to say all the time that the most important part of my of my musical journey mm -hmm. but the most important part of my musical journey as an artist was when i was a teenager and i was a drummer in rock bands and we used to practice in garages we were literally a garage band Aww. and so for me the fulfillment of of learning that and sucking with your brothers <laughs> getting prepared to go play a show where you're playing a rush song, right? Cause we all know rush is impossible to play anyway and you suck at it even if you try. But as you're preparing for that, there's, there's something about that, you know, it's kind of like going to the gym and trying to get stronger. There's something about that, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's something quite frankly, that COVID has sucked out of me. <laughs> I'll be yeah. honest with you. The process of loving music, I'm having to really make a conscious effort to do that because you know, COVID made it so hard for artists everywhere, not only to create music, but to play music for their fans mm -hmm. and to stay creative. I mean, when you're, no offense, she's awesome. She's one of the greatest people. Why would I be offended by that? No, I'm getting ready to say something that I don't want you to be offended by. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He's like getting me prepared to no, like. I'm saying I, I like to instigate these two. It doesn't take much. 
to push you know the couple the, buttons. That's that's but, his that's his tactic to you're make one of the me greatest people I know. That's his tactic okay. to make 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 his compliments be even better. He'll no. be like, no offense, it'll get me prepared for something, and then I'll be like, you're awesome. No offense, but you're that's the- not where you plug that in. No. <laughs> I was getting ready to say that even the most incredible people make you want to strangle them sometimes when you're together for eight months straight. You okay, won't strangle me with a shoelace. With a shoelace, that's my my line. I'll strangle you with a shoelace. But <laughs> it I, does not she, say that to me. No, I, just I never make say that, that. Very clear. That's very like. I was like, man, yeah, you know, I don't know what I'm just gonna killer, sit back and just let this go. Okay. Oh, my whole point is, she's incredible. <laughs> But it's even hard with incredible people and incredible surroundings to stay creative when the creativity is sucked out of the world. Like just right. And it was if for those of you people who are just listening, the is the, all I got, you know, for sound effects. But but that's, that's a, a really tough. That's a really tough thing to navigate, man. And it's been tough for mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. Right. And it's it's been tough, especially for musicians, because our bread and butter is playing for people. Mm-hmm. You know is going on on the road and feeling that. And and it's hard to keep your energy up for that whenever you're not getting to do that. So this, the road show, is a dream come true for us to be able to do just that again. Right. Yeah, and it's going to be great. I'm thoroughly excited. I think as I, min- I think I mentioned it back really close around Christmas time. I was like, yo, I'm working on something that I know that could help. Yeah. And then it got it got a little closer and a little closer, and then Steve and I became best friends overnight, pretty much. Just through a message. <laughs> just become best friends. It's like, yep, yep. It's like, you want to go play? You want to go? <laughs> what is it? What is it? Um, practice karate this, in the garage? This yep. is yep. an exaggeration. This actually happened. Yeah. I this actually, and I had to just sit life. there and be like, okay. I, I actually <laughs> have a sword with Randy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the the. I think the thing that I'm most excited about is to. Not from obviously what will happen. Obviously, you'll flourish from this, and you know, obviously, grow fans and reaching people in a, in a different capacity. It's not that's a given. That's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So as long as you're putting that right attention and the right amount of energy into something, you'll see something change and see something positive. But one thing that I really excited about seeing is you finding your voice without singing. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that. I mean, you know what I mean? You know, absolutely. Because we were talking about exactly what the roadshow was, you know, and. And it's in a way, which is so cool. Everybody in life kind of has their own roadshow, you know? Right. And one of the reasons that I feel like it's so important to have some of the discussions that we have on there that are so just kind of real life um, is the fact that, you know, I want everybody to, you know, take something away from it. I want it to be fun. I want people to be able to see things that they want to do, be inspired to go places, um, you know, that I've gone, try new experiences, but also at the end of the day, kind of learn you know, gather around the table and learn from it. almost duck dynasty style, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> like, like, I love that. like gather around the table and just kind of like, you know, learn that lesson of life and what is in that moment. Because in reality, all we have is the now we only yes. have the present. That's all the only thing that's promised to us truthfully. And, you know, um, we have to be able to healthy in, in a healthy way, want more for ourselves but also really enjoy the present and relish in that because, you know, it could be our last day today. It could be anybody's last day today, you know? Uh, know, That's a a really good point. That's another reason why I do get dressed every day, Steve, is that I don't want (laughs) to have my ghost, my ghost clothes to be like, you know, I mean, see, you got to think about this. Like the day, I mean, you, no one knows when that day is going to happen. I don't want that same, this outfit. I feel like, so bad for the people that die in their I'm gonna, sleep because I'm then go they have no choice. What, wait, wait, wait. They're stuck in pajama ghost clothes. I, I, I I'm just saying. I'm I hope just I'm saying. Not a ghost in what I'm wearing when I sleep. <laughs> I don't know if that happens. I'm just saying, you know, but who knows what's going to happen. You guys I mean, just freak me out big time, y'all. I just want to say something. You freak me out. I'm going to have to start wearing a tuxedo to bed. <laughs> Like I'm now, Steve. Steve goes from wearing wearing no pants to now he's gonna be in bed in a tuxedo to make sure. If you walk around town in the tuxedo next to me, I will not say you are with me. Coattails, y'all done messed up now. You, I will say though about this. You know, I I I I can't stop laughing right now. You will. Chris goes. Steve goes. I will say, and Chris goes. Yeah, like you can't even hold. Screw you, Chris Ross. I'm getting ready to say something real profound, pal. I I've, I had to put myself on mute. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I tried, man. I say, hey, I've got something important to say. And Chris goes, <laughs> can't even. See, he's doing it again. I, he's because it's it. funny. 
I mean, because okay. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead, please. All, I, all <laughs> I'm saying, going back to our conversation before, is you know, the older you get, you realize that your life sits on that little dash in between the two dates, you know, and you got to make that thing is short, bro. You got to make every single part of that little line count. Yeah. And you, like you said, you don't know when it's going to, when it's going to expire. And, and so the thing is, you just have to make that little dash. You have to make it as, as important as you can. And, and I think that's part of the show is, is being able to show not only Jessely and how incredible of a human being she is. Thank you, Jeannie. She's an incredible human being, but also to be able to highlight how incredible the rest of the world is and how incredible everyone is because, you know, I mean, everybody is special in their own way and everybody has their own talents. And a lot of times they don't get credit for it. Yeah. And they're living their own dash the best way that they know how, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and so this is a cool way, I think for, Jessie to be able to make her her dash make it count and for me and and Chris you to make your dash count even more but also to shine light on other people's little little moment in in history and make those count too. So we're all here for a reason right you know like I'm I'm a big believer that you're here and you're alive, then that's, that's for a reason. And you, you still have purpose to live out on this planet. And, um, I also believe that we're all here in this time space reality at the same time for a reason, you know, like we're all here to co-create in some way, not necessarily everybody together at once, but in a a way we kind of are, you know, in a long-term, um, sort of way. So we're all here at the same time. It's all one of those things that it, it's, it's, it's all for a reason. And I feel like everybody's life is special in its own way. And I, that's what I want the roadshow to be. I want the roadshow to be, you know, a highlight on what I do, a highlight on who I am on, in a different angle that I don't showcase on any other social media or anything, a place where you can kind of get to know me a little more, but also discover yourself a little more, yeah. you know, discover who you are, discover what excites you, discover things that you want to do in the future. Um, and, and, you know, to learn lessons from certain things that maybe hopefully I learned and you can learn from it, you know, and it all just kind of adds up in the end to, to, you know, really just come together to have some sort of message that can resonate with people in the end. You know, you know, one reason I love doing this podcast with Chris Ross why is because he takes notes all the time. He does. And it makes me feel like a professor. Like I actually am saying something important. It's like, (laughs) I'll say something really good or what I think is really good. And he just stares at me like that means it wasn't. No, I'm not paying paying attention (laughs) is what I'm doing. So I write down, I write things down because obviously that's my way of not going, Hey, squirrel look. And then I forget what I wanted to talk about. So really smart. All right. So I'm not writing down what you're saying. I'm writing down my thought of what you just said and what I, what triggered it. So I love that. And that's one, another one. So you've ever seen me kind of look down when I go to start framing a question. I'm hitting those touch points. Yeah. So see, that's what makes you boss house Ross, bro. I just, I'm just trying to be like you, man. When I grow up, you know, I know. Like, it is, it he is says you're it is. awesome. Thank yep. you, buddy. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like he's watching a braids. He's, like, yeah, he's got his <laughs> phone exactly. down here. He's like, I was like, I'm like, I'm watching TV. This is not interesting at all. Hey, so, you know what I found <laughs> the other day, by the way, Chris Ross, you know what I found in my closet the other day? Um, pants. Well, yeah, that and a Chipper Jones rookie. Nuh-uh. I did. I did. I sure did. Well, that could and, be your gift and, to me. And a John Smoltz rookie too. See, this is it. So, did, you, you see my, you see my bobble, you see my bobblehead back there. That's a Dale Murphy bobblehead I got from the. Oh no, Zach kidding! And, yeah, that's Dale Murphy bobblehead. That's awesome. I put that. Chaos, up. I'm not. I'm sorry, Chaos. I'm not singing on this one today, but here soon I'll do another live where I do. Actually, Hi, this, this is a good transition. I think, I and mean, we need to bring this up just real quick before we start, you know, unpacking this and un, I guess putting a bow on it. Is there anything else that you want to accomplish with your show, Jessly, other than just reaching? I mean, that's a given, right? Right. Like reaching your listeners and reaching your fans in a different capacity. But is there anything else that you have maybe put some thought into on what you really want to do with the show? Um, I mean, I, I have I, thoughts on this too, but please you first. I, I would actually like to hear yours first. I, I, to be honest with you, my my biggest mission is just to be able to given give a curtain to things that people may not be able to know or see okay. from from me on in a normal capacity 
And, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm in a way I'm a different person on stage. Like you may have met me in person on show, but I'm in like my Sasha Fierce mode. I've got I've got my stage personality and that type of energy, um, which is it's me. It's just an elevated me, right. <laughs> um, right. you know, and then, you know, so to be able to kind of see a little more besides that. And then also, you know, being able to have people take away lessons from from that or be inspired. Like, that's the biggest thing is someone watching my show and being able to be like, oh, that looks really amazing. I want to oh, try sure. that in my life, you know? So it's just to be able to resonate with people is the most important part. I obviously have a lot of missions in the future um, where I want to be able to extend um, the same kind of opportunity to, to artists in the future. That's the mm -hmm. biggest thing, being able to um, eventually have my own record label to where people can have the freedom that I get to have with my music. Um, and that would be something to be able to really, you know, bring in talent that I believe in as well. One of the things, if you want to know the truth and we're getting, we're kind of opening a little bit of a door here. One of the things that, um, I think is lacking in the music industry today for artists is the fact that you get a lot of people out there who, um, maybe great entertainers, um, maybe not, you know, they're for whatever reason they got their opportunity, which congratulations to them. Um, but a lot of people today are lacking the ability to just be good people and good influences. And it bothers me. That's something I love, that, I love how you know exactly where I was going to go with the question. And what I, I, I can kind yeah. of feel what you're, what, what you're saying. Cause we've talked about this before and you know that that's a passion of mine. Hmm. And in a way, you know, if the show leads into that, that's important. I'd love to mm -hmm. see the show be that door. Um, but you know, one of one of definitely one of big missions of mine is to cultivate a um, network of artists and entertainers and people mm -hmm. in media that are truly well-rounded people that have the ability and mental capacity to be able to also know that they are going to be in the eye of the public and they need to be good public figures as well. And that's the one of the biggest things I think we're missing in this industry today are people who care about what young children are looking at and care about, mm -hmm. you know, um, what, what society is being groomed in the direction side is society is being groomed in because quite honestly, um, entertainment is really attached to our culture. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's in a way it, it's, it's a piece of the puzzle that's grooming our culture and the people that we are because so many people look to entertainers as their idol, their influence. So right. it's so important to me because I'm not, I'm, and I'll, and, and anybody that knows me, I'm never going to say I'm a perfect human. I'm so far from it. I come from an extremely dark past. Um, I'm just working. I always make an effort to work really hard to be someone that if, if, if someone, you know, showed their kids to me, they, they'd be proud of that. They wouldn't have to freak out. Am I going to have to cover my eyes? Am I, am I going to watch the Grammys and Jessie is going to come on and she's mm -hmm. going to make out with people, some yeah. other girl and her boobs get to fall out or you know what I mean? Like whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like that's the kind of thing that like people have to kind of worry about with artists today is because they're so crazy and obscure and they're not caring about, um, you know, what the general public is seeing. And I feel like that matters. And I kind of want to bring that back. I'm a big believer in bringing classy back. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like there's yeah. so many women today who, um, you know, have to do things to make money besides what they say they're passionate they're selling out. They're selling yeah. out. and I just won't, I won't, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to take the path that's least traveled uh, or blaze my own. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's so important to me to stay true to who I am and, and, you know, push that message that there's nothing wrong with being a wholesome, classy woman in today's world. My, my answer to this is twofold too, because, and she touched on it big time. Our goal is to, cultivate a culture of self-respect right? yes. because Powerful. people have not respected themselves. Yeah, amen they're, to that. they're so busy trying to impress everyone else and so busy trying to get their come up and trying to prove why they have this or have that, right. that they're not respecting who they are as a person, right? They're not respecting who their soul is and what they really want as people. They're just, and that's, that's, you're touching on something that like, that's one of the biggest reasons I don't floss. Yeah. Like, I don't floss things that I have online. Mm -hmm. It's really rare that I get excited enough to be like, Oh my God, look at my new whip. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I just not like that because to me, well, it's not that's what you're not, doing it for. It's exactly. Not what you're doing that's for, not, right? that's not the important stuff. The important stuff is my message and the songs that I'm putting out and, and being able to put out a message that people can listen to and 
consume in a way that's going to help them grow as a person and be inspired as a person or learn something from it or just feel something from it, you know? Well, ultimately, if you respect yourself as a person, then you can respect other people as people. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And if you can't, then you don't. And so you don't, you don't have a, an idea of what's right or wrong to show to nine-year-old girls or you don't right. because you're, you just don't respect yourself enough to be able to say, you know what? I'm not going to do that because it kind of makes me feel strange. Yeah. The other, the other part that I'm really excited mm -hmm. about is very topical. Like that's really deep stuff, the cultivating self-respect. I, as a music fan have always, always, always loved the process of music, right? Yeah. Because music people don't realize like artists, you spend well, a good friend of mine wrote a song. You spend 22 hours a day for two hours of play. Right. And people don't realize that, that they think that that it's artists true. get up on stage for two hours and they're it's rock stars and it's right. incredible. But that other 22 hours is freaking hard work. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the two hours you're on stage. It's the 10 hours leading up to it where your crew is setting up the show, where you're doing sound check, where you're oh my God. making sure your guitars are tuned. Where you're our doing job, that. our job is the only job. Like it's <clears> funny we, when we break it down, I laugh and, and, and I mean, I love it. I love what I do. It's just so funny because it's literally the only job where it's all the hours that you put in that aren't taken into play. Like when we travel like to Texas, that's a 12 hour drive. Yeah, 12 hours. And like pe most people don't think that like the travel there, the travel back to the travel to the next place, you know, um, all of all the stage hands and everybody that come in and set up everything. Like yeah, Steve was saying, tough. all the rehearsals that are done behind the scenes mm -hmm. at SIR or whatever, um, you know, getting ready for that. And even when it comes to the, pr the produced stuff, it's kind of the same exact thing. You have a, you have an mm -hmm. hour long album, or whatever. And, and, but it took 40, you yeah. know, like well, it, it took, took 40 to make that, that yeah. you know? So. And, and, and that's the thing that people don't understand about music either. And the value of music anymore is they think, Oh, you just go into the studio and in an hour, the song is cut. Well, that's not true. Every song takes about 40 hours right. of man of man hours. And there's, it's an actual process of creating stuff like that. And the other thing I'm really excited about is I'm really, really, really big about classic venues and venues that are just absolutely amazing. And there's a few venues that I want to get to that, that we can show kind of a backstage pass to like Madison Square Garden, Red Rocks in Colorado, yeah. you know, venues like that, what it's actually like backstage at a festival, which we're going to do from Country Fest. Yeah. You know, what it's like to be around, you know other big country artists like Thomas Rhett and Cole Swindell and, and what it's like for their band all day long because right. all that stuff people don't really get to see ever. And there's never been a thing that actually showed people that, you know, and, and Jim is bringing up a good point here, mentioning the stage hands. You see a lot of entertainers, yeah. man. Those people are the ones You're that actually star, make it work. You know, like, Oh, for sure. The favorite thing that I watched at Jake Owens last show, when I was there, I was standing right beside his drummer on stage because Jake allows people to be on stage with him is he, his head of production was literally running across the stage 40 times, switching out snare drum heads, giving guys new reads for their saxophone, yep. giving the drummer new sticks, <laughs> giving guys new guitars. Like those are the people that make the show run smoothly. Man, those guys, <laughs> they don't get enough credit. And that's something you don't ever even pay attention to when you're at a concert with a beer. Up yeah, you head. don't. And those guys, man, they're the studs. They're the ones that work harder than anybody on stage. Yeah. Right. So I'm excited to shine a light on those people too. For sure. No, that's an, that's powerful because a lot of you don't ever hear it. You don't hear no, you artists don't. talking about it. I mean, not unless you do. I remember they had that one show. It was like behind the music. It yeah. was more like a it more like it started off that way, and then it went to like a documentary type yeah. of right. thing, yeah. where it was just more of the artists and not really the band and the the people that a production team that puts things together on how much. They need to be bought into the message rather right. than yeah. bought, bought into a job. They're Absolutely. bought into the overall message of the artist. And right. I think that's when we also talk about this in inside of your show and one of the episodes where you have a high standard and your high, your standards here, you don't ever compromise mm -hmm. those standards and you set that standard with your whole staff and with everybody on your team. Right. There's everybody has a job to do, but they're bought into that message of that job. Yeah. Right. So, and that, that obviously allows you to be able to be plugged in and do what you need to do and not worry about all the little things that require zero, obviously feedback from, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's you're, just plugged, un, you're unplugged from your source. So I think yeah. that's, that's powerful. I love it. 
Thank you. And you know, I, I think that there there'll be a part in every show where we where we feature those people who are behind oh, the scenes. Oh, absolutely. Or, you know, because again, we couldn't we couldn't do it without the drum tech. We couldn't do it without a guitar tech. We couldn't do it without our front of house ears guy. So, you know, those people are gonna get their recognition. And that's something that I'm really excited to show is is those folks on the team. So I think we should show the intro. I don't know if people have actually seen the video what? intro what? of your Let's show. Caleb, if you can get that so ready yet. for us. I don't know if we I don't think we posted that anywhere. We haven't. It gets me hype. You guys, the first too. episode is this Friday. Make sure to sign up. This Friday. Yeah. Carolyn, we've got just a little ping me and a little thing when you got the the brand. There we go. She already has it on control. Love her. Anyways, here you go. Can do it like me. Like me. Like me. Yeah, nobody can do it like me. It's so yeah, dope. Yeah. That's so dope. I love Christmas. That's so dope. <laughs> That's so dope. That's so dope. That's so dope. I, I actually, and just shout out to my um, obviously staff, Carolyn, Carolyn's brothers, David. Shout out to David real quick. Yes. Um, we wouldn't be did. able to do Great the job, things buddy. that we do on the way that we are presenting the information and presenting, you know, all the amazing talent within Winject Studios. And not just Dylan, obviously for your show and all the other shows included. This is the type of level we need to sustain that peak performance to get to the optimal level and yeah. the only way to do that is together so little shout out to david and all the staff that does all the things behind the scenes amen and Thank just you. the way it looks yeah it's just amazing you guys stuff. are rock stars rock stars i thought you were about to start yeah this is the power like this i was, I was like, like yeah, okay sure yeah david and then jesse's like yeah let's dap let's dap, <laughs> oh guys. my gosh <laughs> oh man, I like so we'll we'll make sure that we post this post the obviously some clips and obviously with the episode coming out on Friday. Episode will be out on audio on Friday. If you want to consume the video content and more behind the scenes and with the Q and A's, getting Jess Lee to sing. I know a lot of people are trying to get her to sing on this. Right? So <laughs> exactly. I'm like this is just a more of a promo and kind of getting yourself ready. But to watch the video content, obviously become a member, getting exclusive content access with the Jess Lee Roadshow and some of the things coming up on a tour, which I'm so stoked for. And shout out real quick on to our website developers, Zach and Jason and their staff. They're actually in Atlanta. So when you go to Atlanta, we got to have them on. Obviously, we'll, we'll oh, set yes. them up. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. They can yeah, join us sure. at iFly. Right. We're going skydiving, y'all. Yep. Inside wars. That's not real life. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it is because I'm scared of heights. So if if we go real skydiving, when we go real skydiving, you guys are going to have to just push me out the plane. <laughs> I'm serious. You're okay. just going to have to be I'll, like, I'll hey, what's that? I'll, I'll, see, I go, okay. Ross would be like, yeah, dude. <laughs> I got it. it. I got you. I will go with you. So it's, it is what I, it is. Dude, I love you, but I want you strapped to me going out of an airplane because I'll probably. I'm not going to be strapped to you. I'm okay. not strapped to anything. So oh, you're like, not. <laughs> There's going to be a guy I'm on jumping out. I'm going to jump out. <laughs> okay. No, I know what I'm saying is if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. So you want to do I it thought by you yourself. had to be strapped to someone. Yeah, I thought you had to go tandem. The first couple times. Nah, I, don't, I don't. I'm pretty sure like I you have you to earn. Have on, you have to I don't earn, want no like, dude on my back. You know, it's kind of weird. You know, why? so I'm like, I'll jump out. I I'm mean, I'm, I, don't, I don't know why can't you just go through to do training stuff and then you can jump out on your own. I well, mean, I, I jumped out of a helicopter in the Navy. I think That's the thing true. about it is, That's well, I haven't true. jumped out of anything but a treehouse. And so, like, for me, it would be like, what happens if you pass out on the way down to the ground? I'd be then, then, dead. Then it's bro. your time, bro. It's your time. That's messed up, Chris Ross. I I'm just saying, strapped, you, it, it, it's a back. choice. You chose to go up there and jump. Did you not? Well, I did, but I want to do it strapped to my There's back. Repercussions. So pull the cord. There's no it's safety net in life. Well, that's true, but there's I'm a parachute on my right back. I'm just right now, my <laughs> first time diving, someone go. is going to strap be strapped to my back. Me I too. don't trust myself And enough. it's not going to be Chris Ross. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> there's, so many, there's, so many, there's so many angles I have right now and so many things to say, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it alone. I'm going to be I'm good just, today. I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do for Halloween? I'm going to get dressed up like a skydiver and put a little picture of Chris Ross right over my shoulder <laughs> with his little hand like he's strapped to my back. All day. That would actually be cool. That will make your that'll make your outfit. Either that or dress up like Post Malone. One of the two. I hadn't decided. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get get the face tattoos face. and everything. I was, uh, we have talked about that. I was thinking about putting like the temporary tattoos on him. 
That's a that's a money maker right there. I'll tell you what they, won't, oh they don't come off. Oh my for a god! While. We should make we should make whatever post Malone's tattoo a facial tattoo, and you literally just put it on your face in one shot. That's a good and idea. And it's all of his tattoos. Well, now somebody's gonna go do it now. I think someone. No, I think someone. Are, what is that guy? I can't remember the comedian. He was on the Breakfast Club, and he went on as Post Malone. Judd Nelson. No, he didn't go on as Post Malone. He went on it. Um, went on as that that one that guy that ratted on everybody. He was supposed to be like a hard guy. He was like supposed to be like a thug, and he ratted on everybody. That's, that's Judd Nelson. The six nine six nine tech whatever he had the six nine on his face and all kind of yeah. thing. He was crazy. Anyways, he went on as him and never broke character. It was it was hilarious. That's, that's so awesome. I'll have to find it. Anyways, guys, stay tuned. Friday, Friday, Friday. It'll hit. I think around three. I think it's going to be dropping at three a.m. Eastern time. Wait. So by the time, so by the time you wake up in the morning, God willing, on Friday. Go, yes, on Friday morning, go to Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. It's on every one of the whatever yeah, favorite platform Anywhere you have. Anywhere you stream your podcast, you'll but, buy the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Get to the double to the backs. Roadshow. Get the double backstage pass. Sign up through Winject. You can see everything here soon. We're going to be having all of the actual. The first five are like we talked about, Chris, are what's coming. Yes. So people can know. Then what after that? It's going to be everything that's actually unfolding from the row. We're getting the tour together. Recently, we made a big post talking to my fans, asking where they wanted me, and we had over was it four hundred. We had over 400 requests of places to go. Um, we picked up the realistic ones that are able to be done right now in COVID and our tour is starting and we're going to be getting the content of that. And, um, you know, it's going to be, the visuals are going to be through Winject. So sign up if yeah, you yeah. want to see what's coming. We're coming to Texas in May, which is something that we haven't even told Chris yet. So the end you're of May, going to going to I'm going, I, if I can get over there, I'm going to, are you going to Austin? Please. If you say we're going to Austin, uh, going. it's Houston. Yeah. We're, I mean, I think it's Houston. Houston and then we're going to be close enough. Um, there yeah. may, there's I'm just another. dying for some barbecue. I'm dying for real barbecue. Oh, it's mm, so good. Barbecue. So good. House watering. Texas barbecue ain't, ain't nothing like it. No. I, mean, I think that here's the thing. And I've actually wanted to just debate with a lot of people. Like in the South, they it's more like pulled pork or yeah. pulled beef or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not that that type of way. But in Texas, it's more brisket and obviously ribs. Yeah. And then that's my jam. Right. I love, but I that, love, I, that's, I love that more. Yeah. And I love that. So I love this. Me too. So when I've come back home, but the sides are better in the South. Well, let me say South Carolina or Florida. Or, yeah, the fixins. The fixins. Yeah, the a fixins lot better in than Texas. Fixins. Like, <laughs> like Lone, Lone Star. Lone Star. Yeah. Actually, like they, they bring you like a Flintstone thing of ribs. No, no. Beer. Yeah, they bring you to that and you got, you can get pickles. Like maybe, fried pickles? No. They get the pickles and the, brisket. You never had are. to play. You never had Texas barbecue brisket. No, dude. I'm trying what to remember. What the, he's well, I'm never had Texas dude. barbecue. I've never had Texas barbecue. I've only been to Texas. Oh, one you time. better believe that's going on. And it was South Padre Island, Texas, show. which took us 26 hours to drive to. Janine's got to write burn ins, man. I'm burn ins. Remind me to tell you about yeah Texas the burn sometime ends. off air because I don't think that I can mention that on air, Mister Ross. You so you've actually been to Texas and never got barbecue. South Padre Island, Texas, which is barely Texas. It's, it's kinda, more like on the border like, of Mexico. It's like almost in Mexico. Like it's one foot in Mexico and one foot in Texas. Okay. Well, That's a story guys, later. I'll yeah, tell you guys, later. if you want to hear that story, it will be on the next episode, <laughs> but it's going to have to, it's going to have to be, and that's actually a, per, that's actually a perfect, um, good segue to bring this up. And I wanted to make sure I brought it up. My editing staff and obviously our, our teams have been working together and making sure that Jess Lee is being presented properly and appropriate They're to be able to it. fit. Right. So on, for all of like all of her listeners and all of her all of her fans and different age groups. So the audio for Apple, Spotify, all the platforms will be done PG thirteen. And yes. what I mean by the right. language and whatnot we use. Which is funny because I don't really curse a lot anyway. No, I mean, but still, you know what I mean. But we wanted definitely I love that we wanted to be courteous. We had a conversation about it because every once in a while, again, I'm human. I totally yeah. will slip out. It's usually me. A word so here. I, I like the F word a lot. The, I use I use curse words as punctuation sometimes, so <laughs> it's it is what it is. Like I can't help it. I'm Italian too, so it, it is what it is. Like I'm just right. how I. But I'm a very passionate individual. Like it's right. hard to like tone it down. But just to let everyone know, so the video content will be you know obviously you'll get a little bit more of the 
certain drops and not unedited versions of the conversations and where we can kind of go into it. Obviously nothing vulgar by no. any means, because that's not who we are, but no. you do, you definitely do get a little bit more of a feel like you were there and we're actually being recorded. So there we have, actually have two, two different streams and we one obviously for audio that will be presented in a certain way. Then obviously the video, you get more of a behind the scenes type of stuff with the, the, even when Steve jumps on and changes shirts halfway through an episode and whatnot. It's cool. say, it wasn't halfway through. It was after an episode. I was trying to, to do what we do for content, which we should batch in. Some, you guys just don't even get it. No, no, I, no me, I got it. We know we got it, but you just, don't even get me. we just didn't care. You don't even get me. <laughs> I don't, you just don't care. You don't get the, me. The hair flips and there's like, and a little preview is like, I wrote a cow once and she like it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I wrote a cow once. Oh man, it was great. Good stuff. But guys, I appreciate you staying online for over an hour. Goodness gracious. I can't believe we're here for an hour. So thank you, Jeannie. Thank you, Jeannie. Love you. I think this is amazing, amazing opportunity for both sides, even for all of our community members, um, because of course, just for the listeners of the shows and also our community members with the podcasters and people that want to look for it. Look for a couple different areas of opportunity to promote doing promotions for you, right? Bye, so, bye, Jim, bye, Tobias. Sorry, so, I gotta feel no, like I gotta say no. Bye. It's all good. No, it's all good. So, bye, anything? Douglas. Yeah, anything else you want to kind of add before we wrap up today? I think it's been a great, obviously, a good promotion to really get people onto your show. Bye, well, KS. I must tell you something. I've noticed here that I've started doing the gym from the office. Whenever I make a good point, I look at the camera like. Right? Have you ever watched The Office before? Yeah, of course I have. Yeah. So uh, you guys have to pick your office character and go with it. Okay, we will I'm next Jim. time. I. <laughs> I I'll leave it alone. I was like, I was gonna next be time. the dibs. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I think I want to be the guy in um, the warehouse. You talking about Daryl? Yeah, Daryl in the warehouse. That's what I, I want to see be. that. Okay. So you got to pick yours. All right, I'll figure it out next time. Okay. Cool. All guys, right. appreciate Bye. it. Peace out. <laughs> Caleb, hit the music. This broadcast is brought to you by WinCheck Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there.